More ChatGPT and AI tools for ministry with author and serial entrepreneur Ryan Frank. Let's do it. This is the definitive podcast for helping you plan, create, and execute dynamic worship experiences at your church. Useful, practical content in the areas of production, worship, communications, first impressions, and more. This is Making Sunday Happen. Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. We are in part two of a four-part series on chat GPT and AI tools for ministry. If you missed part one with my friend Alex Lyons, be sure to jump back and listen or watch that episode of the podcast. We talked to Alex about how his team is using chat GPT uh, along with other tools at the South Carolina Baptist Convention, including how they're taking their conference breakouts and turning them into multiple pieces of training content for churches. We talked through how you can do that too at your church, some ideas on how you can repurpose content using ChatGPT uh, to get it out there on your website, on your social media channels, uh, for blog articles, emails, and more. So be sure to check out that episode with Alex. Today we continue our series by talking with Ryan Frank. Ryan is the man behind Kids Matter. He's an author, speaker, conference director, and entrepreneur. He is a leader in the kids ministry space specifically. So you're going to hear ways today that you and your kids ministry leaders can use ChatGPT to create more content than ever before. Ryan shares some really practical ways that him and his team are using AI to be more efficient. My conversation with Ryan is coming right up. Hey friends, Father's Day is on the way and we have a massive amount of Father's Day visuals ready for you to use at your church. From mini movies to themed packs to full series kits, countdowns and more, we've got you covered. Start downloading Father's Day visuals today at 1230media.com slash dad. That's 1230media.com slash dad. Hey guys, today I welcome my friend Ryan Frank. Ryan is a crazy entrepreneur, just like me. He's an author, podcaster, and the founder of Kids Matter. And we've had the great privilege of being a part of the Kids Matter conference each year uh, that Ryan and his team runs. Ryan, this has been a long time coming, man. I'm so glad that you're here. Me too. Thanks for having me, Carl. I'm a big fan of your podcast and you're helping a lot of people make Sundays happen. So keep up the great work. Thank you, man. So uh, give us an update on Kids Matter. What are some things that exciting things that are happening over there with you guys? Yeah. So, I mean, as we speak, we're a week away from our next um, Kidman Academy class starting. Kidman Academy is a 12-month academic program where you can earn a diploma in children's ministry and enrollment opens up twice a year. So right now we are about ready to introduce or to welcome a new class that will start next week. And then as we record this, we are four months out from, a little more than four months out from our big conference, the Kids Matter Conference, which you mentioned. Um, uh, y'all are wonderful, wonderful ministry partners at our, at our event. But, you know, we're, you know, you get about five or six months out. You're always working on the conference through the year, but you get about mm-hmm. five or six months out and it really starts to get busy. And it gets real, and huh? And there's, it does. There's just a lot of details, but we're anxious about this year's event. It's at a new location. Um, we're changing the format on some things. Our 
our ticket sales are up, which is a praise. So we had a record attendance last year and we are, yep. we, I think that we're going to exceed that based upon where we're sitting right now as compared to 12 months ago. So yeah, lots of good things happening. Well, don't tell the others, but you, Kids Matter is probably my funnest event of the year. And I go to a lot. Um, It'll and stay so, between us. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't tell anybody. Yeah. Uh, but it is uh, just one of the most uh, fun places to be. Lots of energy and lots of uh, just yeah. excitement. And uh, you guys do such a great job. Well, thank you. It's neat. You know, every, every conference serves a purpose and reaches a group of people. And yeah, I, I do. I love the Kids Matter Conference. The energy just seems to be so high. And, you know, I'm, I'm just so grateful. It seems like the presence of the Holy Spirit is there. And it's, it's three of my favorite days of the year, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I know that your audience, uh, like we're saying, is more kids ministry leaders. Uh, but I wanted to have you on because you just did a masterclass on chat GPT uh, yeah. for ministry. So I wanted to pick your brain on some of the things that you shared in that class. And I know that um, you know, a lot of ministry leaders can uh, find this stuff very useful, not just in the kids' ministry uh, realm, but in ministry 100%. in general. So kind of give me an overview of why you did the masterclass. Yeah. What, what kind of led up to it? Well, you know, big picture, you know, you about have to have your uh, head buried in the sand to realize that AI is not only being talked about, but it's being leveraged and used, and it needs to be a part of something that it is a part of your daily workflow, whether you're a ministry leader, whether you're a marketplace leader, um, you need to be leveraging it um, to, to grow your business, to grow your ministry, to help you stay more productive day by day. And I started, you know, you've, I've heard of AI, I've heard, you know, all for the last year or two people talking about this AI stuff. And on Christmas break, a friend of mine called me and he said, Ryan, have you, have you really messed around with this? It's crazy what, what I'm doing with this AI. And, you know, it was the week after Christmas. I had some downtime when we were in Florida with our family. So I started messing around with it. And I mean, it blew my mind. It totally blew my mind. And as somebody who I spent a lot of my day creating content, it's just part of my life. I'm a content creator. Um, I'm like, oh my word. I mean, this is going, this has, this can revolutionize mm -hmm. the way I work and connect with people. So start using it. And, you know, it now has become just part of my, you know, I, I'm, I use chat GPT and AI multiple, multiple times a day. And it's become just a part of my, become one of my, probably my number one tool that I'm using to to not only run our ministry, but our, the other businesses that we have. So I launched this masterclass because I think there are a lot of people out there that have heard of AI. They see things about it, but they're not techie. You know, they're not a computer geek. They don't know coding. And they're like, oh, that must be something for people that are a lot smarter than me. The truth is, um, you know, it's, it's not, it's very, very, very simple to use, but, but very, very powerful. And so I want to just help people understand, and I'm not Carl, a, you know, a techie kind of a person. I don't know how to do coding and stuff like that, but I know how to find, I know how to recognize a good tool and put <laughs> it to work and share it with other people. And so that's why I created the masterclass, just let people see what they could be doing with this. So I'm a big movie buff. And yeah. um, so 
I was a big I'm a big fan of of filmmakers and stuff like that. And there's a filmmaker, James Cameron, yeah. who did Titanic and did others, but he's responsible for Terminator, the Terminator movies. Yes. Uh so there was one early 80s, first one, and then the the, the Terminator 2 was early 90s. And then yeah. there's been some other crappy ones, and then uh uh and and stuff like that. So, but the reason I bring it up is because the very first Terminator, this is the premise of the Terminator movies is the machines are going to take over. Um, and, well, and, you know, they might not be in robot form right now, yeah. but I mean, just think, you know, if, if it's in robot form with an AI in the brain and you program it to do something, Oh, no I mean, doubt. I, I mean, he was pretty uh, prophetic. And so I, I think he we're was. seeing that now is the machine, the machines are taking over. The, ma- the machines are taking over. You know, it's, I remember, uh, and that's a great story. I remember when I was a kid going over to my grandma's house, she lived, my grandma's still around. She's not, she, you know, she's elderly, it's, you know, bless her, you know, any, you know, I want, I keep wondering how many, how much, how many more days and, and weeks do we have with grandma? But as she lives on a farmhouse, um, you know, with all, all this property is always fun going to grandma's. We'd go to grandma's one thing about grandma's house. I remember as a kid discovering it for the first time, she had on her bookshelf in her living room, this big, fat, thick set of encyclopedia Britannicas. And now I remember as a six or seven year old kid cracking open one of those encyclopedias be like, man, all this information about all these topics and are in these encyclopedias and you know her, her and my grandfather had spent all this money to buy this encyclopedia set and then i remember fast forward i remember being a uh, sophomore in college in 1992 when surfing the internet became this big thing and people start getting uh, email addresses and look at how you can surf the internet and that was just a game changer. You know, encyclopedias were a game changer back in the day. And then the, the surfing the Internet of, of 1992, you know, became this big thing. And now you've got this big thing that is a million times bigger than the Internet of 1992. And it is AI. And it just is simply crazy. I mean, that's about the only word I know how to use for yeah. it. I know you've been and I I am I've scratched the surface, you know, on how you can use this and what all you can do with it. Yeah. Uh, there are people a lot smarter than me that have, that are doing a lot more than I am, but it's just crazy. And you're right. The, the machines have arrived. They're here and you need to start learning how to use it. Carl, yeah. it's not one of these things where it's like, well, you know, if I decide to use it sometime, I'll figure it out. It is a part of our world now, and it is going to become more and more a part of our world. I remember, uh, tell you another quick story. I remember as a young uh, kids pastor at my church, um, probably about, about this same time, I would say it was the you know, mid nineties, sitting in a staff meeting. And I remember trying to convince the, the church staff that we all need to get email addresses that you know email is this thing probably 93, 94, something like that. And I remember my pastor sitting across the desk from me, you know, he's my father-in-law, so I can, you know, I can tease him, but I remember him sitting there and was like, I'll never 
do email. Those were his words. And he pointed to the phone on his desk and he was like, I've, I've, I've got a telephone right here. And when I want to talk to somebody, you know, I'll pick up the phone, call him. And he was, he was a type for several years. He finally did get an email, but he wouldn't check it. So he would have like his assistant print off the important emails and stuff. (laughs) And now he lives on his phone. Right. And so when you think about AI, but again, whether you work in the ministry or you work in the marketplace, this isn't one of those things where like, yeah, if I ever decide to use AI, you know, I might start, you will use AI. So you're going to be, it is, you know, it, it's the world, you know, coming the way it's going to be. So the quicker you can learn, you're yeah. going to be at a lead, you're going to be an advantage if right now you start using it and leveraging it. Um, because it, I mean, it's, it's, it's where we're at and it's where we're headed. So let's, let's define some terms and kind of get yeah. into some areas that you've used it for ministry yeah. and just start kind of moving the brain of, of folks who are just kind of diving into it on what's possible. What can I, what can I use it yes. for? So yes. if people are unfamiliar or have like, I've heard about this thing, you know, I've seen people's crazy images on their Facebook and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, maybe a peripheral thing, define some terms for me. And I should say this. We're we're going to talk about Chat GPT in this conversation, uh, and then we're going to do some additional episodes on like Mid Journey and more AI imagery and stuff like that, which is yeah insane. It what the AI dope. imagery it stuff is is uh, is doing. Um, but d- define Chat GPT. What is it? And kind of define some terms for us. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm not going to be really good with this part. Um, as far as I don't have these definitions memorized, not having me neither. That's why I'm passing it to yeah. you. Yeah, but basic from what my understanding is, Chat and I could be totally wrong on this. It's just my understanding. Chat GPT is something that's powered by artificial intelligence or AI. Artificial intelligence is just Carl. You jump in here if I'm wrong, because again, I'm not smart with this stuff. This is from my understanding. Artificial intelligence is just that. It is artificial intelligence that grows and grows every day. It's surfing the internet. It's, it's watching the things that um, you say on social media and the searches you take and when people post things on the web and just all that, this growing pool of information that, that grows and grows and grows every day on the internet. Artificial AI sees all that, captures all that, and um can can do all kinds of crazy stuff with it now chat gpt i believe if i understand right is you know powered by it's powered by ai um and basically i mean it is and if you just google um open ai chat gpt you're going to find the website right now it's all free and stuff you you got to you got to create an account but you just pretty much can ask questions on chat GPT. When, it, when you think chat, chat is if Carl and I are having, we're having a chat right now. So we are going back and forth. We're discussing things. We're learning from each other. So I can go to chat GPT. And if you think Google on steroids or, mm-hmm. you know, Google, uh, I wouldn't even say 2.0, you know, Google 100 point oh it is google on a whole new level so if you remember i mean google is like oh man i can go to google and i can type whatever 
and get an answer, but your answer is it spits out all these websites that you have to go through, right? Or let's talk about the second largest search engine in the world, YouTube. I go to YouTube and I, I search, you know, how to fix uh, my leaking toilet and it spits out all these videos, but then I've got to go through and watch the videos and get the answers and so on. With chat GPT, you type in, how do I fix a leaky toilet? And it tells you how to fix a leaky toilet. And if you type in, how do I fix this brand of leaky toilet that's doing this and this, it will even get more specific. And you can just have this conversation back and forth with chat GPT. So I'm giving an example of something that I did recently. I was working on a business proposal for one of our clients, um, not you know, kids matter, but in another area. And so I started a chat GPT, just like as if I was talking to Carl, I just said, hey, it's me. I need to put together this business proposal for this client. We're wanting to do A, B, and C with this kind of time frame and this kind of budget. Um, you know, what should, will you help me create this proposal? And it starts spitting out all of this data. And then I kind of contextualize it because it's a chat. I keep going back and forth. And like, I, it gives me kind of a rough proposal based upon the information that I plugged in. And I'm like, yeah, this is, this is really looking good. Except for point two and three. And I clarify some things on point two and three and it spits out. Um, okay, great. Well, here's a revision based upon your feedback. Now, the thing is, Carl, I've at the, after about 20 minutes, I had a business proposal that looked really, really sharp that would have taken me hours and hours and hours. And because um, the way chat GPT works, it saves all these chats. So if I want to come back to it in a month based upon feedback that I received from the client after meeting with them, I can go back and make tweaks and it has it all there. You can do things like creating social media posts, sending emails, creating. I have a friend that brought, actually Carl just the other day, brought it to my office. He said, Ryan, he, he runs this video business where he, he takes videos for realtors and, and stuff like that. And he's like, Ryan, I told it to spit out a 30-day social marketing campaign for me based upon boom, boom, boom. And I told it you know, that my, my client base is primarily in Grant County, Indiana and Wabash County, Indiana. And look what it spit out. And it created this whole social marketing or social media marketing plan for him for 30 days on what to post on each of the channels and how frequently and so on. Carl, it's just, it's crazy. Really, yeah. the sky is the limit um, on what you can do with this. Coding websites. Um, I had a guy call me the other day. I don't know if it's true or not. I've not seen the website, but he said, my buddy just built a website on chat GPT. He told the website what, or he told chat GPT what he wanted. And um, it pretty much spit out the coding and he was able to take that coding and build a website. Um, crazy. It, it really is insane. Uh, yeah. Just how <laughs> I'm surprised that it's free. I'm wondering how soon it's going to be a paid yeah. service. Um, I've wondered the same thing. And just, but, but the industries that this impacts, <laughs> I know that you know, there, there are a yeah. lot of people going, oh, oh, is this, 
does this take away? I mean, it, it just there's so many well, things to think about that it's hard to kind of see the 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 impact of it uh, yes. so soon. Um, yes. So tell me some things that that you encourage people to use chat. You, you mentioned a couple, but what are yeah. some things for ministry that will really help a ministry leader that that you've explored? Well, you could definitely. I mean, just think about how you communicate. So you you probably communicate multiple ways if you're a ministry leader. You're probably posting on social media. Well, chat GPT can help you with your social media posts. This is one thing that I do every day is chat GPT helps me write social media posts. It doesn't write them all. And it ne- I never, I would say, I would, I probably would say never, um, at least 95% of the time, do I just take exactly what chat GPT right. gives me and copy and paste. I'll make tweaks, I'll change things, but it'll write social media posts for you. Um, so think about that. So think about you communicate through social media. So, so writing your social media posts, creating social media calendars. Okay. If you are, um, work, you know, I work with a lot with kids pastors. So if it's, and we're ramping up for vacation Bible school, if you're ramping up for vacation Bible school and you've got two months till VBS, you can have it create a two month social media calendar where you can even tell it like, Hey, I want to make, I want some, a third of the posts to be recruiting volunteers. I want a third of the posts to be getting the parents excited. And I want a third of the posts to target the community, the people outside of my church, making sure they're aware of VBS and how to be involved. And I want it. I want these posts are going to be used on Instagram. They're going to be used on our Facebook page. I might put some on my Facebook. Um, and I also want some for Twitter and it'll create an entire two month calendar for you, telling you what to say each day on each of those channels. Now, Carl, I'm even told I've not messed with this, but I'm told that there are ways where you can even like connect it to Canva and it will your Canva account and it'll create pictures or graphics in Canva based upon the information. So, okay. So it'll help you can use it for social media. Well, that's where my, I'm going to stop you. That's where my mind's rolling too, because I haven't played with the Canva connection yet, but just think when, when chat GPT is connected with an Instagram, a Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube. If, if those companies combine, now you're yeah. talking, make a 30-day social media calendar. Yes, 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 yes. I'm going to tell you what to do. Now connect it to my Instagram and schedule that out using Hootsuite. Yeah. yeah. For instance, and, boom. Boom. And I'm told that that can be done. I've not done it, but I'm told that that can be done. And which is crazy. And you know, if it can't be done right now, I promise it's you, it's yeah, I promise you in six months, you can do it. Yep. Although you can yep. probably do it now. So yeah, social media stuff, stuff that would take you so much time before to do. Uh, okay. What about uh, emails? So if you're a ministry leader, you probably, we all have emails. It can help you with emails. So if you need to, whether it is sending out a mass email to all of your uh, volunteers or all of your parents or all the people in the choir. Um, you know, it can help you do that where you just plug in some information. Um, hey, I need to write an email to this group about this. 
and hey, be sure to include, you know, our theme, our theme at the church this year is, um, oh, I don't know. What's a good theme for the church this year? Growing together. So mm-hmm. I want you to use the phrase growing together four times in the email, because that's the time, that's the theme of our, of um, the theme of the, the church this year. And boom, it'll spit out uh, your email for you. Or, you know, you, somebody writes you an email and it's a tough one and you need some help thinking through how do I respond to this? That could help you with even more personalized emails. Uh, newsletters, you know, a lot of you are still doing newsletters, and I think there's value in newsletters. You know, we still print a magazine in a digital world, and I think, you know, anymore, everybody gets all these texts and emails and stuff, and I think there's value to a printed newsletter. It can help you create content for the newsletter. So, let's say you have a newsletter for your music ministry or for your children's ministry or, or whatever ministry you oversee. And you'd love to include a 200-word article about this topic. Um, it can create that article for you. It can help you. So you communicate on social media. You communicate um, with emails, letters. What about lessons you have to give or sermons you have to give? I know a lot of pastors and this is a whole other conversation too. Mm-hmm. We could probably mm-hmm. say for another day the ethics mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. AI. But a lot mm-hmm. of pastors are using. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they're using AI to support and to research, and not 100% write their sermon. Although, you know, AI could definitely 100% write a person's sermon, and it's going to that Chat GPT is going to to get to know you with time and know your style. Yeah, and, I think that's a good point to make that I was going to bring yeah. up is you're logged in. Yeah. So it is learning you. It is learning you. And so to that yeah. no matter what you're using this for, it is learning your voice and it and is. you can you can tweak it to make it learn your voice. Say this like me, use these words. Say that yes. like you can give it instructions and I think that 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 helps the ethics for me. Um, I agree. To now, I will say when it when it first started, the the my curiosity went up in that how how much human input is behind the AI in yeah. this, and yeah. I will say I, I don't I don't want to not trying to get too political here, but I will say I did try to hammer it with as much um, theology uh-huh. as I possibly could, as much you know, weird things, for instance, like if we're talking political, I did put in like name 10 things about Joe Biden that are great. And it spit them out. Name 10 things about Donald Trump that are great. I'm sorry. I can't do that. Yeah. So there are things like that, that like raise question marks for me. There are, and you know, if you, I follow Elon Musk on Twitter and, you know, he, he has some really intriguing thoughts on AI and is even talking about creating like a truth GPT or something because he sees where with time where this could have some political, yep, um, you know, bents behind the mm-hmm. the out the, uh, the algorithms and stuff. Get. Yeah, that's yep. right. The algorithms and the results that you're given. I did something with Kidman leaders recently where we live together built a an entire one and a half hour children's church using chat GPT. It was crazy. 
Carl. I yeah. mean, it was nuts. So I said, hey, I want to create. I've got an hour and a half to fill. I've got second through sixth graders. And I want to fill a children's program. And my topic for the day, I forget the topic that we picked. Let's say we, the Good Samaritan. So I, I said, you know, how would you, I want to include a puppet skit and a lesson and a large group game and some small group around this. And boom, it started spitting out this whole, like, here's a good object lesson. Here's a good puppet skit. Here's a good way to teach the memory verse. Here are good small group questions. It was nuts. And, you know, yeah. we serve, we serve curriculum publishers in our ministry. And I'm telling you what, I mean, what the re- and I fine tuned a little bit like, yeah, you know, I, I let's change this and change this. And, but after about t- literally Carl, after about 10 minutes, I had enough content to fill an hour and a half with room yeah. full second through sixth graders stuff that I felt like was pretty nice to pick up and grab and use. Right. And I think that, I mean, we can speak to the political and maybe the, the, the bents, but the flip side is I did put in like, write a sermon on Matthew chapter two and talk about this. And I'm telling you the theology, I'm going, you know, well, it's not that bad. That's uh, that's been my experience. And, and like, and you yep. can make it learn different things too. So yeah. I want you to talk more about Jesus, and I want you to d- explain why th- this and this, and it will 100%. do that for you. So I can tweak it based on my to make sure it's theologically correct, to make sure it's yeah what I believe that I'm not just copy and pasting. It can learn me. It can, and I I want to come back to that one word you said, Carl, because it's a big one. And that is tweak. So here's the thing, whether no matter how you use this, some of you know, Carl, you're a video guy. You know, it can create video scripts and stuff like that. I mean, the sky's really the limit. I learned that it is a heck of a lot easier to tweak something than create it from scratch. Yeah. And this has been one of the reasons why I love chat GPT and AI so much is when I, every time it helps me, I have to go in and tweak and I'm happy to do that, but it, but it has saves me so much time over creating something from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you go into it with that approach, another, another hint, Carl is that would be one. Remember that you're always going to want to tweak, but tweaking is easier than creating. Number two, when you get into chat GPT, you make sure that you think through what you're asking it or the prompt they, in the, mm-hmm. the language for it is, are the prompts, the prompts that you're giving it, mm-hmm. the better Specific. the prompts. That's right. The better the results. So I can say, write a 100 word article for the church newsletter on the importance of volunteering and it will spit out something, but I can also say, write a 100 word article for the members of Second Baptist Church about the importance of volunteering this summer, either at Vacation Bible School or camp or, you know, in the parking lot ministry, and remind remind them that our theme verse this year as a church is this verse— and, and then when you, when you crank it out, it'll give you that hundred words, but it's worked that theme verse into it. It's addressed your church. 
It's a, it knows that your church is in Granger County, Iowa. So it talks about, you know, lots of opportunities in Granger, Iowa, but one of the greatest opportunities you can do this summer is to serve at the church and in these areas. So the more time you think, and this is something I've learned with time, the more time you slow down and think through the prompts and putting in all the information on the front end, the more contextualized Mm -hmm. the results will be. Mm-hmm. and the less tweaking that you'll even have to do. Good. How do you store and organize your prompts? Have you found some good ways to yeah, organize? I'm not really good at that. You know, I do have, I have a note on my phone um, with prompts. And I honestly, I've, I use it for probably two or three things that I do every week, like writing the description for my podcast would be one where I know it's going to, it's going to save me two minutes if I just copy and paste. But honestly, um, most of it, I just, I just will sit down and just type it. Yeah. But the, the ones that the handful that I do use frequently, I just have as a note on my phone. What about you, Carl? Well, there's some other tools that are coming out. Uh, and I'm having a, a couple of these guys on the podcast, um, that, that are, Coming out with these tools, one is called Magi, M-A-G-A-I, okay. um, that is kind of a prompt organizer or a brand. It's a it's an app that, and I'll talk with Dustin Stout about this, but okay. uh, it, it's an organizer for chat GPT so that it will learn your brand, it will yep. learn your personas. It will learn, and you can you will learn your prompts, and you can kind of store and organize that. So nice. there there are apps that are coming out that that are that. Yeah. But I'm I'm kind of the same with you right now that, uh-huh. I mean, it's so easy to, I know what I'm thinking. And so I'm going to put that down and just kind of play with it. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, I could then, store prompts, but I might store it in folders of like, here's my emails or here's my, I would probably do it more like that. Or here's my audiences or yeah. something like that rather than prompts, maybe. Yes. Yes. And, you know, when you're a content creator, you and I are both content creators with time, you're doing it so much that you just kind of learn. I feel like, I feel like by the time I found the note, scroll down, found right. the prompt, you've, you've already, you already can it. type it by that time. That's it. I can type it by then. And I'm doing it enough that I know what kind of yep. prompts and the language I need to use to get the results I want. So I just type it in. Well, but prompts are great for people, especially when you're starting. If you're starting, you're a little overwhelmed, yep. Yep. you know, get some good prompts. There's a bunch of them on the internet. You can find, just do a Google search for AI prompts and you'll find a bunch of them. So ChatGPT is kind of the one of the first things that came out, and it is more text-based. Yes. And then there's definitely more and more and more AI tools coming out uh, for imagery, uh-huh. uh, for your social media, for vi- now video editing, video clipping. I mean, that that just it's going to explode. And I think the conversation right now is, is definitely how can we regulate it. To where the the more the dangers of it as fast as it is exploding right now, yes, um, is you know I mean even the the owners of these companies are coming out and going we need to find some way to regulate or I mean it's the the Elons and the others like that they're like yeah. mm, what wh- where's this going and how do we maintain to where we're yes. not taken over the by the machines hundred percent all right I'm gonna hit you with five rapid fires before I yep, leave let's you. do you it do that. Number one, what is the craziest thing that you are seeing 
in the world of AI? What is surprising you? Uh, I think what's surprising me is how many people aren't using it. I think that surprises me. You know, how many people hear about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet they keep they keep just going on as life is normal and they're missing out. You know, I said I said yesterday, if you aren't using AI, if you're if you're a nonprofit leader and you're not using AI, there's probably an, I'm pretty sure there's another nonprofit in your town that's figuring out with AI how to recruit the volunteers that you need. Right. Or there's another business. If you're a marketplace leader, if you're not using AI. There's another business that's trying to that's using AI to make a better product than you have um, using AI. So don't don't sit back and just ignore it, but start using it. It surprises me. People are ignoring it. Good. Uh, what should we be most scared of when it comes to AI? Are the machines going to take over? What, what are, What's scaring you? There's a lot. Of, yeah, a lot of people scared for their jobs, for sure. Uh, which is creating some fun conversations. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, for the pastor in me worries a little bit just about the ethics of it and the theology of it. And, mm -hmm. you know, are people going to, just because you type into AI, a theological question or my kids dealing with this, there what should I do? Making sure that they aren't taking just what they get fed back at face value, but making sure that theologically it aligns, that scares me a little bit, concerns I, me. I agree with you. And I'm going to rabbit trail for a second is that that's why, not, not that I've been late to the game because I kind of, ju I jumped on pretty early. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of wanted to step back because of the political and the, the, the stuff that I kind of threw at it at first. Yeah. yeah. Um, even from a social uh you know, conservative, I'm a conservative. So, uh, yeah. social conservative standpoint, meaning yeah. like our kids going to be getting their worldview from chat GPT, yeah. you know, things yeah. like that. That probably scares me. No the most. Sure. That's fair. Um, all right. Number three, what is one thing ministry leaders should absolutely be using AI to help? Number one thing that they should be using AI to help them with. Help them with social media. You know, you need to really be, if you aren't taking social media seriously you need to be everybody carries these things around with them everybody is spending now they're not all on the same social media channel that's why you need to be posting on as many of them as you can but using as a ministry leader you need to be using ai to help you have more of a presence and a consistent presence on social media yep. all right two off the wall uh number four what tv show are you binging right now ah we just started one um a netflix little it's only only has one season it's called the ambassador hmm. and yeah it's fun it's got some bad you know these are pastors listening so i'm always afraid <laughs> that people are going to be offended by my answers because there, there's some language on there but it's been a fun storyline i think we're in episode number six yeah. uh, we've been watching it this week the ambassador on netflix good all right and i will say i will say this as well that we also recently at the same time randomly decided to go back and start watching Seinfelds again. So we've been doing a lot of Seinfeld. Beth was a, was a huge Seinfeld or Seinfeld, Seinfeld fan. So we've been yeah. watching a lot of Seinfelds as well, and they're great. I know. I, I miss the. I do miss the old uh, comedies, like early '90s and stuff. My uh, my my 12 year old son said the other day to me, "You guys had such a better generation." Really? Yeah. Then us, uh, like, yeah. like he was naming like music and TV yes. and stuff. I'm like, if my 12 year old thinks that and and sees what's going on, no doubt. 
anyway, crazy. No doubt. Uh, all right, last one. Uh, what is one thing that you learned in ministry that you wish you could go back and teach your younger self? Yeah, one thing I wish that, uh, you know, it's all about the people. It's all about people. I, you know, I'm so, I like to stay busy and I like to get things done. And I feel like in my 20s, working at a church, I was so busy at the church doing, 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 and I would run a hundred miles an hour by people and wouldn't just slow down and talk to people. I think I've always loved people, but I think the older I've gotten, I'll be 50 in two years, which seems crazy. The more I've realized at the end of the day, it's about people. And so, you know, you can, you can have big budgets and build great programs. And, but, you know, if you aren't connecting with people, you know, how many people do you know, Carl? We both know people that are well credentialed and, you know, they've got the training, but they just lack the ability to build rapport with people mm-hmm. and to build those relational, those relationships. I wish I would have slowed down a little bit more and just focused on, on people and not been so OCD about getting results and, and growing my ministry and doing, 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 doing. I would have just loved on people a little bit more. Uh, Such a good word to land on, uh, especially as we're talking about AI and technology and tools and all that. All these things are are great. AI's, chat GPT's a great tool. The AI stuff is coming out. It's really going to help us, uh, you know, save time, move faster, things like that. Yeah. Uh, But at the end of the day, our command is to love God and love people. It is. Uh, And so I don't want to miss that either. Um, And our, you know, and that's one thing I really appreciate about you is, you know, we we text back and forth and just have a great friendship. And and I appreciate that about you, that you that you take the time with people. Um, And and I I agree just as we go faster in ministry and try to get more things done. uh, I don't want to lose sight of the people. So no doubt. No doubt. It's all about the people. Carl, you're doing a great job. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Thank you, buddy. You too. Have a great day. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for watching and listening to our podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, if you would, so that you never miss an episode of the show. Just go to youtube.com slash 1230media, all spelled out, to find and subscribe now. Click the alarm bell to be notified of all future episodes. You can subscribe at youtube.com slash 1230media. That's all spelled out, youtube.com slash 1230media. Hey guys, I'm chatting with Jason Noble, our awesome host of the Kid Men Tribe podcast. Jason, tell me what kinds of topics that you guys discuss on the Kid Men Tribe podcast. Definitely. Hey, thanks, Carl. So we really focus in on topics that are going to equip children's leaders and pastors and people that are serving in kids ministry to make their experiences better. So volunteers, how to choose curriculum, worship experiences, looking at presentation software. Um, you know, really, it's the gamut of being successful in kids ministry, how to administrate, um, looking at all of those topics that are really going to help leaders and really topics that leaders are struggling with today. Yeah. Well, man, thank you so much for all that you do. Uh, You can catch episodes of the Kidman Tribe podcast uh, every two weeks at KidmanTribe.com. The show notes for this episode are available now at MakingSundayHappen.com. Well, hey, guys, thanks so much for hanging out this week. 
Be sure to subscribe to our show on YouTube or Spotify or all the places so that you never miss an episode. You can find our show also online at makingsundayhappen.com. That's where all of our show notes and archive episodes and some other fun stuff is there for you too, makingsundayhappen.com. Well, next week on the show, part three of our four-part series on chat, GPT, and AI tools. I welcome my friend Kenny Jang. Kenny is the editor-in-chief at Church Tech Today. He's the founder of the AI for Church Leaders Facebook group. He's been really in the trenches of exploring new AI tools and what they mean for the church space. Kenny has really uh, dove in pretty deep uh, on this, and so we're going to talk all about it with him next week. Again, if you missed our bonus episode with Rob Lauder and Jason Moore on AI imagery and using MidJourney, or part one of our Chat GPT and AI tools series, be sure to check that out. Uh, it's in the podcast feed at makingsundayhappen.com. All right, more Chat GPT and AI tools next week on the podcast. Be here for part three. I'll see you then. In the meantime, go out there and create some incredible worship experiences at your church this weekend. Go make Sunday happen. I'll see you next week. Making Sunday Happen is a production of the Ministry of 1230 Media. For show notes, archive episodes, and more free resources for your church, visit makingsundayhappen.com.